Everyone's talking about Volkswagen's all-new compact SUV, the fun-loving always game 2022 Taos. Unfortunately, you're all saying it wrong. It's not the Taos or Taos or Taos, and if you think it's the Toes, Toss, or Toast, then come on, you're not even trying. It's Volkswagen's all-new, perfectly-sized compact SUV, Taos, and it rhymes with house. Now you're ready to visit VW.ca or your Volkswagen dealer to learn more. Volkswagen. KMPL.ca newsroom for this week, Marty Thompson and Charlie O'Connor-Clark. Now, as the uh, as the intro switches to video, I'm going to ask the audience, which one of us is in a hotel room? <laughs> That's right, it's me. A lot of people uh, giving me compliments on the art behind me uh, from last week. It's not my art. You didn't choose that art. Uh, <laughs> That's Winnipeg art. I, I may or may not try to take it off the wall just before we recorded last week but it's <laughs> but it's 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 right in the wall you can't move yeah. it, so that's okay uh, we've we've learned to love it <laughs> well they okay. can't they can't have you stealing it right like it's... <laughs> exactly are you so it is it kosher to move stuff around in a hotel room like that's fine right I, if you're there for a month yeah <laughs> okay yeah because i mean i like i've just like moved some furniture like i've put like the dresser there you know, like oh, I don't really like the desk. That like I, I feel like that's okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe not when it's only over a weekend. So, and yeah, maybe try to move some paintings, but they can't be moved. Okay, so we're now five days away from the start of the CPL season, 2021. The kickoff presented by Volkswagen. Uh, and Volkswagen Canada is back here with return to the stage. Um, as we're now going to be talking about Forge FC and York United. Both teams uh, in the bubble as of uh, as of a couple of days ago. York United actually hit the training pitch for the first time last night. Um, just headed down uh, to Bison Field, just uh, just beside IG Field for their first sessions. And their first sessions, you know, some of their first sessions rather as a full team because of these COVID nineteen restrictions in, in Ontario. And this is like I think this is what we have to talk about with yeah. York United, Charlie. Like, it's it's I think they had two weeks. I think they had two weeks of of I believe it was 10 players aside is what we were hearing. So that's not even with all your players. You know, Dom yeah. Sator was in Calgary after after his loan spell in Sweden. Like that's really what we have to talk about with this team, right? It's the lack of training. Yeah, it's it's really, really difficult. I mean, 10 players isn't even a full squad. <laughs> I yeah. mean I it, it was certainly a full it could have been a full York squad at times when, you know, Joe Di Chiara got sent off or something last year. But uh yeah. <laughs> love that yeah it's it's really difficult and i think that's the biggest reason that we'll have to temper expectations for this squad going into the season like i it's hard to expect a whole lot out of them right out of the gate just because of how many of the teams they'll be playing will be just so much more together and and ready especially with how many new players there are at york yeah Um, so this might be more of a slow burn process over the season and yeah they're they're taking on cavalry in their first game, uh, I believe that's on that's on Sunday afternoon. That's a tough game. That's a mm-hmm. really tough game to start. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, there's it's interesting talking to some of the coaches because you're right, like, you know, Rob Gale with Valor, we talked about them last week, but he was pretty adamant on, hey, look, the Allen games was like a good showing for us. It let, allows us to grow into the season. And you're right. That's kind of the only way that that we can look at this York team. Yeah. What's uh like? Give me a couple standout players. Like you know, Dom Sator we talked about. Um, there's a bunch of new faces on here. What's like one or two um, that stick out to you? Um. Well, I'm really interested in a lot of these 
kind of new international players coming in that because I know that York is is very excited to see them. I mean, you're you're Gerard Lavernes and they've had Nicholas Hamilton, uh, you know, on on the roster for a little while, but we're going to see him for the first time. Uh, and I'm really interested to see these sorts of guys. Uh, and I'm kind of excited to see this returning young core again as well, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Max Ferraris, your Lowell Wrights, your, you know, Ija Halleys, these guys who had some opportunities in the Island Games last year, looked pretty good uh, at times, had some great moments, but were still very young and, and quite raw as players. And I think it'll be interesting to see if they have improved since last year and if, if they get kind of a bigger role with the team this time around. Uh, so that's maybe that might end up being the story for York, especially early on, I think. And that's the kicker. Like York, York has a big squad. Yeah, right? they're, they're they're here with the full 23 and they've got depth in those positions. Like we're hearing that Tariq Mohammed has, has looked quite good coming in um, and he's challenging Didi and Abzi for a spot. Right. Like the, they, they have that depth that I think right now, especially, you know, with with the pandemic and coming into the bubble that other teams just don't have at this spot. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly a lot of players uh, competing for pretty much every spot in the lineup. I don't think there's many that are nailed on. Like, not even, not even the goalkeeper's job is is nailed in yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I, first game, Nate Ingham yeah. or Giansopoulos for you? Who's starting? This so is I the big think debate. it's a really tough one. I think, I think Nathan Ingham is gonna get the start to begin with. Uh, but it would. It would not surprise me. In fact, it might surprise me if Nico Giantsopoulos didn't ultimately end up at least getting a, a pretty long run in that job because I am really excited to see him. And I, I think, I don't know, I, when you see a, a backup goalkeeper go to another club, you kind of feel like there's some sort of an understanding that there's going to be more minutes at the new place. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think, obviously, York has... has stuck by Nathan Ingham for two years and they've, they've really liked him over there. Um, I, I don't know. It is a really tough question because I don't know whose choice it's going to be. I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah, what exactly, exactly yeah. is going to come down to. Well, yeah, I, I hit the nail on the head. You know, Nico Giantsopoulos is a goalkeeper. Had him, had him on the show. Um, funny dude, but also good. Mm-hmm. Um, from from coaches around the league, people always talk about, you know, he was a couple. Like Dylan Powley was another example, right? A, a backup that through two years that people thought, hey, he should maybe get a, a number one spot. So, yeah, difficult prediction. I think I think Nico will be there. It'll be, yeah. uh, and I'll maybe I'll see him at IG Field chasing a, a brick of cheese going down the <laughs> Going down the hill to IG Field. Okay, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Forge FC. There's uh, always a lot to talk about or not a lot to talk about with this team, depending on how you want to go with it. Again, a standard two-time defending CPL champions. You all know the drill. Um, CONCACAF League last year, we, we talked about them at nauseum. Maybe what's something that's different about this group coming into the kickoff? Because, you know, it's it's funny how... David Edgar leaves, Dan Yakovic comes in. You know, there, mm-hmm. there, there's always just sort of this, you know, there's continuity. But what's something that you maybe expect to be slightly different with this team? Well, or nothing. certainly, <laughs> probably not a whole lot. I think the attack is actually quite different this year from what it was last year. I mean, Tristan Borges is coming back, so it's not all that new, but wasn't at the Island Games. And then you've got two international forwards coming in with, with Josh Navarro and, and Omar Brown. And you've got some of the kind of guys that have been there a while on the way out. I mean, obviously Anthony no- Anthony Novak is heading to Cavalry. 
but guys like Marcel, Marcel Zajac or, or Cadell Thomas, I mean, guys that have mm-hmm. been around for the two years, uh, they've kind of freshened it up up front a little bit, maybe. Because I think this was something that Bobby Smirniotis mentioned a few times last year is he would like to see them finish a few more of these chances, right? Mm. And maybe start putting games to bed a little earlier and and put some more goals up on the board. So I think adding a few more elements to that attack is something that's really going to be interesting for them this year. Uh, it's again, it's not hugely different. I mean, you still got Chris Nanko in there. You still got Moba Bully. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's definitely where the biggest change is. I, I mean, objectively, there's three new guys up front and one new guy in the rest of the whole squad at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Babuli, Babuli, like sharp in training the other day when we were down at at IG. He's, I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be their talisman. I think yeah. he's going to be the guy now. Like uh, uh, it, it, it's great. I, I love him as a player. But I mean, after Concacaf League and everything like that, like there's no way you don't look at that player and say he has to be the man, like the man in the middle, right? Playing like playing yeah. the number nine, like he did, uh, like he did um, in Concacaf League, right? Do you think? Babuli will will outscore Tristan Borges this year. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, oh, what do you you think it's gonna be Borges? No, I I think I agree as well. I think it'll take some of the load off Tristan Borges when he can maybe just operate more in those wing channels and create a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, just maybe you know kick it at Babuli's head for a goal. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was that easy. Okay, so we, all right, we have to talk about Concacaf is. CONCACAF League as well because the draw happened last week. Uh, Forge drawing CD Fast of El Salvador. Um, FAS, however you want to say it. Uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce the the full name of the squad. Uh, We have to talk about a player that's on this team that's familiar to people in the CPL. This is awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, uh, CD Fast, FAS, they're, uh, they're star number nine. Their starting striker is former Halifax Wanderer, Halifax Wanderer's legend, you might say, <laughs> Luis Alberto Perea. Incredible. What are the chances of that? And again, you you tell me that this morning, you text me that, and I was like, if Halifax won the final <laughs> last year, could you that imagine? Would be, that would be pretty crazy. They'd um, be going, yeah. Perea making a triumphant return to Wanderer's grounds, getting to maybe reenact that goal celebration that he had uh, in the opener. Hopefully uh, not, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, maybe we can just talk about briefly this team in, in this draw. Uh, games coming uh, after the kickoff. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, of course, with the, with the pandemic. But mm-hmm. not exactly a great draw. You know, it came down. It was funny. You're, you're watching it. There were a couple teams that seemed to be a bit more favorable. There's a team from Puerto Rico that Forge could have could have uh, could have been drawn against. But this one doesn't really seem to be uh, the best one of the bunch, right? Especially in the preliminary round. Yeah, it's it's kind of a tougher draw. I mean, maybe this level isn't all that dissimilar to you know Municipal Lemeño, who Forge played in the the same round last year. Uh, but yeah, FAS like they're the most successful team uh, in the El Salvador League. They just won the the Clausura League title. I think they won every all three playoff rounds on penalties, though, including one of them over Municipal Lemeño. Nice. Uh, so they're they're definitely one of the stronger teams in El Salvador, probably a little bit stronger than our our beloved cartoon piggies. <laughs> but, uh, they they actually went out in the first round of the Concacaf League last year to a to a Nicaraguan team. And that was a bit of an up, that was a bit of an upset, I think. Right. Uh, 
But yeah, I think it, it's nothing. It, this won't be the most difficult team that Forge has played in this competition. Uh, but it'll probably be a slightly better, slightly more technical team than Lemenio and probably a little bit faster and more technical than, say, Arkai or, yes. or something like that. Um, or, or Antigua GFC that, that Forge played in, in 2019. So it could be worse, could be better, somewhere in the middle, but Forge is in with a pretty good shot. And we should mention, winner of that tie will take on Dependiente <laughs> of Panama, yeah. which is, I mean, people people will already know that name from, from following Canadian soccer. That's a tough draw yeah. as well. That's a very that's a very tough draw. I mean, we've seen them. Uh, we've seen what they did to Toronto FC, I guess, <laughs> Two years ago, three years ago, I don't know. Uh, yeah, two years. Ago. I don't. I don't know if uh, if Omar Brown will be allowed to play in that game because he's technically on loan from Independiente with Forge, uh, so maybe not. But yeah, that's that's another tough team. Uh, Panamanian clubs have traditionally done pretty well at this level, but you know, it's it's kind of kind of weird that the the order for Forge this year will be the same as as last year with you know an El Salvador team and then a Panamanian team. And then I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> I don't go think... in the third round. Hopefully if they, if they get there, but yes. uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty comparable to, I think in their recent or especially last year's draw. Mm-hmm. So forge starting the 2021 CPL campaign on Sunday, 1 PM central time, local 2 PM Eastern time on one soccer. Of course, the whole thing getting started on Saturday, same game time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, FC Edmonton taking on Atletico Ottawa um, again on one soccer, all live from IG Field. Um, before we go, we should mention that, uh, you know, today is National Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, I know that there's a, there's a, there's, there's a big pregame um, uh, ceremony happening and being planned for, for IG Field. Um, for the opener on on Saturday, but we just also like just to take a take some time to to let everyone know there's a there's a great feature from well from me <laughs> there's a great feature that uh, that was coordinated from Pacific FC and from uh, and from some communities on Vancouver Island through Hope and Health. Uh, James Merriman, uh, assistant coach from Pacific FC, spent a lot of time this weekend writing that up. Um, just go ahead and read that on campl.ca if you get some time today. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a great story. There's, you know, the Pacific players traveling, you know, they, they had a, they had a trip planned to go to the North end of the Island, you know, 10 hours uh, one way before, before the pandemic nicks that. And there's, you know, they're, they're going to these communities and they're, and they're making an impact and they're making relationships, which, you know, again, it, it was, it was, it was an unbelievable experience this weekend to talk to some of the people involved with involved with it honestly it was uh, yeah. incredibly heartwarming okay so that leads us with this episode on friday we'll finish up return to the stage presented by volkswagen with ottawa and halifax we'll have some surprises as well as we lead in to the final or final final i should say our final week without games charlie yeah all right like it's so our excited. final week we we made it we six did it. Mo- we did months, it. Six months later, we did it. Thank you to okay. everybody that stuck around this far. <laughs> it's uh, hopefully going to all be worth it this weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. As uh, someone told us the other day, we've been doing the hard yards. We've been talking this whole time <laughs> without games. So we're excited for that to change. <laughs>